What's going on and welcome to episode 82 of the Fuel Football Podcast. I'm your host Sanchez Bailey and what a week and weekend of football um, across the world, right? You know, um, yeah. And I really want to kind of just get straight to the Premier League to be honest though. Um, and that's looking at the United game. Goodness gracious me. What happened there? 7-0. I was with my friends. One of my peers that study sports psychology, Tulio, actually, he um, featured on the podcast. He's here in Dubai um, at present, and I saw the score and I showed it to him. It was crazy, you know, um, to see that, especially because of the momentum that's been building with United. And so, again, the results kind of, or should I say momentum, can always be interrupted. Because I do think United will have a good run after this game. So, you know, momentum can always be, like, temporarily, um, uh, you know, interrupted, as I said. And so, one of the things I did want to examine is why and how can these scenarios uh, be experienced? How can these come to pass? How can they even, you know, just be a thing? And one of the biggest things that you may have heard in terms of criticisms um, from the game, and I checked out the games and highlights, is are some behaviours that I feel can really be highlighted and examined to complement the rest of your season and, and kind of like build awareness on the effects on some of the things that you can do or avoid that, you know, will be beneficial for the team. And so the episode... Title of this episode is called Being a Player's Player. How can you be a player's player? And being a player's player is going to be something that's going to be very important for the rest of the season, you know, especially as we're getting towards the conclusions of many people's season. Um, again, if you're someone that's about to start the season, this is something that can really help. And so, what is being a player's player? It's being a player that really gets and supports the, their teammates, really works on getting the best out of them and pushing them to maybe even levels which they didn't even see themselves being able to get to. And that's being a, being a player's player, supporting your teammates, giving them a boost, especially in times when it's needed. And so, you know, there there is an opposite to that. There is showing and exuding behaviours that is quite taxing or showing and exuding behaviours that it will be quite subconsciously demoralizing and and I have to highlight the concept subconsciously demoralizing you know players could see actions from teammates that may give slight messages of defeat it may give slight efforts or slight evidence or suggestions of efforts being decreased um or even just maybe even a giving up mentality. And I want to kind of highlight the action from Bruno Fernandes. There was a few times in the game where passes would be misplaced or mistakes would have been made and he kind of throws a fit. We've spoken about this a few times um, in terms of the dangers of this and how we need to act and body language being something that can galvanise the opponent but then also can be something that can demoralise your current team. But... The thing about what happened here is that this 
is likely contributed to the team giving up, right? And so let's highlight this action here. And how can we be a player's player in, in this instance? Now we want to turn into that person that's going to push and encourage and motivate their team, right, to do better. When we get to the second stage of being a player's player, it kind of reinforces and highlights uh, stage one first. And so another re way that we can become a player's player is, is by us individually um, complementing an area of uh, a player's game. So for an example, there was a moment where Ramsdale was speaking to a player. I can't remember who exactly it was. But he was saying to a player at some point in the season, you've got a shot, you need to get some shots off. Right? I can't remember who it was. It's Fabio Vieira. He was saying, Fabio, like, you got a shot. Get some shots off. You'll get some goals if you, if you start shooting. Or it might have been Odegaard, actually. And he encouraged these behaviours. And there was a turn in, in the form and in terms of goal-scoring habits from the player. So if you're able to be someone that notices some skill sets and praises them, and I'm not necessarily saying that you need to do this during the game. This could be something that you do in training, maybe in a canteen, maybe even just a text. Because players are sensitive. Players always think about areas of the game that they want to improve. Whether there's actions that um, are followed by that, but players are always thinking about that. Or players are also thinking about parts of their game that go unappreciated. So the fact that you're able to kind of send a message, which is a, you know, a selfless message, and show a little bit of love to a player, uh, a teammate, should I say, and highlight an area of the game that you feel is very key to the success of the team, you do not know what wonders you're going to do to your teammate. You might just be the reason why they might score on the weekend. You might be the reason why they might step up the intensity in their training to boost those skill sets that you praise them for. So that's being a player's player. So now, number one would make sense in a sense where, you know, uh, instead of you necessarily throwing your arms up or criticising and being downbeat about a mistake, highlight some of these areas and credit them for, the, for, for some of the behaviours and actions and, um, and parts of the game that you want to see motivated during the game, you know. Yes, you can be like, yes, come on, you can do it. But how about you actually praise a certain action or praise or highlight a certain action um, that you would like to see replicated a little bit more. Come on, we're going to be sharper on our passing. You got this. Or, you know what? On your day, you're immense with the passing. Let's make it your day. This is where we keep the intensity up. This is where you keep that sharp shooting uh, habit up. This is where you're going to be immense in the air. Statements such as this, which is a little bit more heartfelt, a little bit more directional and a little bit more instructional, so to speak. These are going to be things that will change the way that you affect your teammates. And furthermore, let's leave it at that for now. Because I don't want to give you a crazy list and, and it, you know, it's not really applied, but these are two things you can do. Start thinking about some of your teammates that are quite important. And to be honest, everyone's going to be important. Send a message or two, highlighting, encouraging some of the behaviours that were, um, 
that you would like to see exuded more or performed more or replicated more. And then during the game, instead of you having that Fernandez effect where you kind of magnify the mistake, which kind of encourages the team, how about you magnify a skill set which will uh, capitulate a team? That's the, that's the new way. And that one's going to take a lot more thought because Fernandez's response is emotional. However, what we want to do, instead of a Fernandez response, we want to have a response that's a bit more controlled, a bit more targeted, a bit more intentional, right? And that's where we need to start being reflective in terms of the things that, let's just say you see a mistake happen in the game or a string of negative um, plays. Yes, we can kind of get, on a, get onto a player, but you've got to think about the timing and how that can affect a player. So being a player's player is push them and drag them through the line, drag them through their abilities and to get them to show the things that need to complement the team. And if you want to kind of grill a player, maybe you can do that when the game's done and the results gained, right? But being a player's player is basically being able to evoke some of the skill sets, evoke some of the intentions and actions from your teammate that will complement the team. You being able to get that out of them. Right. And, and this is something that's going to be very important and very effective towards the, um, the stages of the season where um, those extra percentages are going to be needed. So I'll leave it as that as my footnote episode. Hope that makes sense. And start thinking of who you're going to send messages to. Maybe it might be one or two. Maybe it might be consistently one person. Maybe it might be towards different players in the team. But this is going to be something where... Maybe even by doing it to everybody in your squad, it makes it easier for you to highlight that skill set in that moment in the game where you kind of want to push and encourage a certain action because it's going to be reminding them of that message you just sent them. All right. Take care, guys. This is a powerful episode, actually. So I'm hoping that, you know, that this is taken into um, consideration, but then also actions taken. You know, you might want to take some time on this one. It might even take you writing some things down. Yeah. So it's a very powerful episode if you apply this. And that's episode 82 of the Fuel Football Podcast. All the best. Pass it on because it's going to help. And I do hope that this contributes and complements your season as the weeks go by. All the best.